And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by the Space Phone Telephone, the newest product from the makers of the Space TV Television and the Space PC Personal Computer. Previously on Cautious Optimism. Now, I haven't found a buyer for the ship yet, but the good news is I've found some work. And a stolen ship <laughs> that you know that they're looking for. At that planet that Captain Rory decided to completely just leave, I don't think anybody even recognized me. You realize there's no mass transit because the citizens' wings let them fly to the top of the tallest building. My name is Shimli Shmoo, and I would like to welcome you to Telog. Do you need us to take the casualty out of the cryopod? I'm sorry? Uh, uh, what, what is a cryopod? Oh, uh, we freeze people if they're having a bad time, so that they don't get any worse. Oh. Do you not have any kind of um, stasis or freezing technology in, in your planet? Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but, like, I'm famous. A species capable of psionic power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. So we join the doctor and uh, the two paramedics on the ambulance on their way to the hospital where Fushla Blue turns to the doctor and says, can you describe the machine? Does it put the patient into a coma? Is that what it does? Uh, it goes a little further than that. It actually reduces all body functions to minimal, almost no activity whatsoever so that there is no furthering of any problems that the patient might have and using basically just cryogenics. So that's that's kind of what it does. Okay. But the patient's brain activity comes to a complete stop. I, I be- <laughs> he he has the answer. <laughs> Joe assumes yes, but does not know for sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> so yes. Okay. Uh, here, and he starts pushing some buttons on his, his little data pad. We're going to go in the back door at the hospital. There is a concern on this planet about uh, comas. Artificially induced comas or naturally occurring comas, it's a big, it's a big sticking point. And uh, we don't want there to be any protests about us having a person in the hospital that we're going to try to revive who has been 
in a comatose state, or as some people might interpret as a comatose state. So we're just going to, we're going to sneak in the back door and we're going to go ahead. We're going to, as medical professionals, we're going to do everything we can to save his life. Of course, uh, we just don't want the public to get involved is all. Oh, may, may I ask why comas are such a concern here? <sighs> there are certain interpretations of the sacred texts that would basically say that when a person falls into a coma, their life should be ended and no further efforts should be made to save them. And you have to understand the sacred texts were written thousands of years ago before we had the medical technology we do now, before we had IVs and and respirators and all of these life-saving measures that we do now. But uh, proponents of the sacred texts have not updated their thinking. They still feel that uh, saving the life of someone who's been, been in a comatose state for any reason is a, is a sin. Oh, wow. So... It's been a big, because obviously people in the medical community, this is a life-saving measure. Medically induced comas can be used to save people's lives in certain situations, much like what you've done here with your cryopod, getting someone to medical facilities. So we believe that it's a a life-saving measure. Other people don't. It's a big thing. It's a whole big thing. Now, and you guys are off-worlders, so that puts you in a kind of a gray area where it's not culturally sensitive to apply our rules to you. But on the other hand, it is going to be a catalog medical facility, so some people might still get upset. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's sad that uh, in this day and age, people are still applying religious and moral standards to scientific practices. And there it is. There it is. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think it is ridiculous to try to adhere to ancient ideas without ever updating your thinking. But uh, here we are. So as soon as we get into the facility, if you can go ahead and open up the machine and revive him, then we'll get him into uh, the emergency room and uh, we will save his life. Do you know what kind of species he is? You're going to have to remind me, Todd. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> is he human? Uh, oh, he is not a Gardorian. No. You know what? Let's uh, let's just go ahead and, and say that you gave the right answer and you guys discuss all his medical techno babble for the rest of the car ride. Excellent. Things that uh, you would know perfectly, or at least your character would know perfectly. Now the the guys in the in the taxi cab are you also are you following the ambulance to the hospital or are you guys just leaving the doctor to deal with the the medical stuff? Yeah, I, th- I think Hank and Rory and Rico and uh, Liliana are all worried about their shopping lists. Yeah, we're going to the mall. <laughs> all going right, to the outlets, the tang- the Tanger outlets. All right, the what outlets? Sorry, it's a North Carolina reference. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So what are you shopping for? So here, here is, here's me out of character. What is our water status on the ship? I know it became a thing. Do we have like a water generator or are we using just jugs? You have a water it's gonna be like re- a reclamation. reclamation system. Yeah. yeah. But when the power was down, it wasn't, recla- it wasn't able to function. So you weren't able to reclaim the dirty water. Okay. I would like to upgrade our water reclamation system. Sure. Sure. Because I never 
ever want to have to do without coffee again. <laughs> do you understand right. me? Oh, great God of the table. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Never again. Puts that down. Coffee shortage intergalactically. Okay. So the uh, the Tiggly Cog is uh, where you'd want to go for that kind of hardware. Should we go there? Sure. All right. The cab pulls up in front of a large building that has a, on the right above the door is a very large ornate cog. And there's a big sign in alien language that you don't speak, but, uh, or don't recognize, but presumably it says Tiggly Cog. And the, uh, the cab driver says, do you want me to wait here for you all? or, Or are you good from here? Uh, I mean, you could just give us your card. We could call you directly, you know, the way you could do what you got to do. That sounds great. Here. Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. You now have their contact information on your iPhone. Or holographic wristband. There you go. Yes, your holographic wristband now has their contact info. As you enter, as you enter the Tiggly Cog, you see, imagine like a Costco or a Sam's Club, you know, a big warehouse store, right? But the shelves go up for what would be probably four floors worth of a building, except there's no floors. There's just shelves that go all the way up to the ceiling, ridiculously high. And all around the store are people, you know, flying and fluttering around doing their shopping at all these multiple levels. Oh, my gosh. I totally need to buy those wings. Rico. So here's my thought. Hi. Our water reclamation system is shite, okay? It's, it, it can't even function in low-power mode. Uh, yes, yes, that's true. We need to upgrade ours, and while we're at it, we need to get a pallet of their finest coffee. Ah, oh, yes, yes, that seems like a, well, I mean, if it, if it seems like it's real coffee, I'm slightly concerned that these people didn't know what a cryopod was. Do they know what coffee is? Oh, that's, well, the good thing about, you know, stores this size, usually there's free samples, so... I'm going to start looking for coffee samples. That's a good plan. There's a person who's obviously a greeter right by the door who says, Hello, welcome to the Tiggly Cog. Yes, do you know what coffee is? Um, is that a, well, no, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with, uh, with coffee. See, see, see. What did I say? Okay. It is a hot, bitter, dark beverage. Hank, you are not buying coffee from people who don't know what coffee is. This is not a successful method of purchasing coffee. Rico, hear me out. Maybe they call it something different out here, okay? So I'm going to try to describe it, and we'll see if they have something close to get us back to modernized space. I don't know. I mean, we do have coffee. We haven't completely run out. It was the water we ran out of, not the coffee. I... I didn't stop consuming it. It's all gone. What? <laughs> Hank! And he's a little jittery at this point. What? You know, his, his jaw bulging out with coffee grounds. He's, he's like, look, l- 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 let me ask this person. Hi, hey, w- what is your name? I like the idea that, like, probably Rory's, like, gone on ahead and, like, turns yeah. around to find that, his, that the crew are just, like, about to have a fight in the middle of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rico's got... Yeah, I thought y'all were getting a cart. Like, I'm really like, what is going on? <laughs> Rico's got her claws out. She's looking really angry. Like, <laughs> yeah, So I turn around and go back. <laughs> what, what's going on? 
we're trying to find coffee. This person doesn't know what coffee is, and Rico is mad. I used all of the coffee. Rico's mad. Understandably so. Wait, what? He's used all of the coffee. For what? How did you use all the coffee? <laughs> like I said, you see his cheek bulging. He's like, I mean, you know, I had to, I had to have the caffeine. I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to. You've eaten all the coffee. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> see, see, Captain, this is why I'm. Look, I mean, oh, I don't even know what to say. It's terrible. I don't even know where to go with this. Why are you still alive? Let's quit worrying about the how. Let's worry about how to fix it. Okay, so uh, back to the greeter. What is your name? We could glue your mouth shut. That might fix it. <laughs> calm, calm down. I'm trying to. I'm trying to fix the whole thing. I'm Wimley, and uh, Wimley, listen. First of all, I, I can tell that you all are off-worlders and uh, and don't have the ability to fly. So, for people who are handicapped like yourselves, we have these floating uh, shopping carts that you can use. As you can see, there's a little seat for you to get in the cart, and then there's ample place for you to put your products that you wish to purchase, and you can float around the store and buy whatever you need. Under the heat of the conversation, I almost want to punch Wimley, but Wimley, here. <laughs> yes. And I pull out the empty coffee ground package, and I show it to them. Smell this. This is coffee. Do you have something close to this? They take a big whiff, and they make a face. What? Why would you want... Is this engine, engine oil or something? Is this for industry? Ugh, it smells terrible. I told you. I told you. They don't know anything about coffee on this planet. Okay, okay. Switch gears. Do you switch have... Switch cogs. <laughs> switch cogs. Do you have a, a food and beverage replicator or something like that? You guys seem to be pretty advanced. I'm... We, I mean, we we sell a variety of prepackaged um, food, uh, well, beverages that you can sustenance that you can bring aboard your ship for space travel. Here's a better question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a beverage that gives you lots of energy? You mean like a stimulant? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. We have we have zip water. Where would the zip water be? They motion with uh, one of their arms towards uh, you know one of the shelves off in the distance. Over there, you'll find all, all of our sustenance. So you've got your, your regular sugar water. You've got your caffeinated sugar water. You've got your flavored sugar water. Uh, and your and your nutrient sugar water. Hank, you've reduced us to drinking sweet tea. And this is a bad thing. How? Because it's, it's not coffee. Not coffee. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the zippy water, uh, is caffeinated. If, uh, if your coffee is a, is a caffeinated, uh, beverage, uh, should be similar. It is highly caffeinated. We're going to need a couple pallets of that to be loaded onto our ship. Can we get someone here to just kind of follow us around and take down a list of things and we'll pay for it and then we'll pay for them to load it onto our ship Oh, or at least take it to our ship. We'll load it on. Sure, here. They press some buttons on their pad. Uh, yeah, I've requested someone else come to be the greeter, and I can go ahead and assist you. Uh, so yeah, so you want you want several pallets of uh, uh, zippy zippy water. Should we taste it? Could we could we taste it first? Yeah, taste yeah. it first. Can we take oh, one? Sure, we I'll buy one and taste it. We can do that. Uh, wait right here, please. Their wings unfurl beautiful blue-green designs and patterns, and they begin to flap them so quickly that they the wings almost become invisible, except right near the base where they attach to their back. 
and they fly off in the direction that they had indicated earlier. And they come back with a bunch of, they look like, they kind of look like the, um, uh, what is it? The little drinks you'd have after a softball game. You know what I mean? The little, little pouches. Capri Suns. Um, Capri Suns? Capri Suns, yes. They come back with what look like little Capri Sun containers, little straws. I love a Capri Sun. <laughs> they have one for each of you. Here, 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 on the house. So I'd open mine, I, however you do that, and taste it. There is so much sugar in this beverage that it's almost, like the straw, you could put the straw in it and the straw would stand up on its own. I've suddenly got the beatus, is what you're telling me. Basically, this is... <laughs> This is super sugarated water. Rico tries really hard not to spit it out because she thinks that might cause some kind of diplomatic incident, but she is not happy. Like the expression on her face is like, I mean, she's her claws are out and she looks like she wants to rip Hank's head off right now. Liliana is loving it and she's like just inhaled hers and can I have another? I really like that. That's awesome. I that is so good. Oh, please, please. Do not give Liliana another one of those. Are you going to finish yours? Can I have that? Uh, I don't. I don't think it's sensible that you drink too much of this. But it's so good. You're quite perky at the best of times. None of our systems are set up to, ha- to handle this much sugar. Nope. This is a very bad idea. Very, very bad idea. I don't know if, if Liliana has a pancreas. <laughs> I know I do. And I don't know if this is going to be. Well, I think this is going to destroy it. Uh, yes, I don't. I don't think this is going to meet our needs. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Now, a lot of times, uh, offworlders who don't have to flap their wings uh, uh, like we do, you're you don't have the same elevated metabolism of uh, our people. Uh, there is a a offworlders food store down the street where they sell. Things that don't have as much sugar in them. That might be more to your liking. And Hank's out the front door. Yeah. Like it. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> hey, do you guys sell wings here? Um, I heard that you can buy wings. Uh, oh, no, no. You have to go, you have to, go to a cosmetic shop. Uh, that's a, a process. It's kind of like surgery. They have to implant them into people who weren't born with them like yourself. Oh, okay. <sighs> um, Lost our... Intrepid engineering colleague has left at some speed. Uh, we were hoping for some pieces to upgrade our water reclamation system. Oh, yes, very good. We can help with that. That that seems like that might be more your speed in this shop. <laughs> do you have clothes, too? Is there a clothing section here? We do have clothes! They point, and you can see off in the distance in the, the far corner of the store... Uh, looks like a bunch of fabrics and material and clothes and clothing items. I just want to acknowledge how incredibly pleased that NPC sounded at the appearance <laughs> of a question <laughs> they could actually answer. I know it's adorable. We do have clothes. Remember, folks, be kind to people in service industries. They're just trying to do their jobs. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. Happy New Year! This episode is going out a week later than scheduled because I was traveling and then got sick. But I am on the mend and looking forward to a happy start to the new year. We hope everyone has had a safe and relaxing holidays, and I want to thank you for sticking with us for the past two years. 
That is right. The show launched its first episode on January 1st, 2021, which makes today our two-year anniversary. So thank you again. We appreciate you, and we can't wait for you to hear what's coming up in 2023. We have two season finales this year, so look for those in a few months. And thanks again for sticking with us. We're having a good time and hope you are too. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what your New Year's resolutions are or what you think our characters' New Year's resolutions might be. You can contact us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, or you can hop over to Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, or you can email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. We also all tend to hang out on Slack, which you can access by going to geek2geekmedia.com and clicking on the Contact Us tab. If you'd like to support our cast in their other endeavors, you can listen to Kelly on her podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek, featuring Todd as a new regular co-host. You can also read Todd's book, Tag Your IT, by going to toddsullivanbooks.com. Bama and King of the Heel have returned to the world of streaming at trovo.live forward slash bamashocks. You can catch those streams on Thursdays and Saturdays. Check out Raven on Girls Gone Wow if you are a World of Warcraft player or the Tenth Divine if Elder Scrolls Online is more your thing. And I can be found on my podcast, Geektitude, which will be coming back at some point in the next month or two. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here Sunday, January 8th with the next episode of What Is Not, and then again on January 15th with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see what bargains our crew finds next, right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. So yeah, Liliana is just going to hop in one of those little flying carts and be like, okay, bye. And like head down that way. Okay. I guess I'm going to worry about the ship on behalf of everybody else right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stay here with you because we still need things like, you know, detergents and toilet paper and things. Uh, We've got to do the big shop is what I'm saying. (laughs) It's between me and you. You guys are the moms. (laughs) We're the moms today. Yep. We can do that. We can do that. Did you, um, did Hank in his haste pass you a list of like parts for the water reclamation system? No, I, to be honest with you, Rico, I wouldn't even know it if it fell on me. <laughs> and about this time, you get a text message. <laughs> <laughs> Read it. Oh, Hank's texted us. Beep, beep, boop. <laughs> what does it say? Headed for coffee. Here's the list of parts for water reclamation. Oh, he's given me a list of parts. Well, you'd handle that part. I'll get the snacks and toiletries. At the bottom of the text, it says, K, thanks, bye, and a heart emoji. K, thanks, bye. <laughs> Can I beam this list to you? Sure. I was talking to the person who's in charge of the shop. Uh, I, was, I was like, <laughs> Captain. 
Yes, I. As long as uh, as long as your device and my device are compatible, I believe so. Oh well. Oh God! Like, one has an Apple, one has a Samsung, and we're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this a problem nobody's managed to solve in several hundred years? Because <laughs> people uh, keep buying Androids, Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Google Pixel all the way, man. Um, so, yeah, I beamed, I pinged the list over. Okay. It takes about five minutes for you guys to figure out how to get your, your futuristic Bluetooths to talk to each other, but eventually... I like the idea that we, we spend five minutes trying it, and then actually all that happens is that Rico reads the list out. <laughs> it's like four things. <laughs> they write it down. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need to, are you looking for a system that can just take like your used bathing water and drinking water and urine and stuff and process that? Or do you need to be able to take dirty water from other planets that might have bacteria and diseases in them and purify that into drinking water? Oh, I just got sick. Rico would know that we need one that can purify anything. Whilst the first option sounds uh, mostly what we need, the reality is this crew is forever getting itself into ridiculous trouble doing ridiculous things. So uh, the biggest you got, the better. Okay. Well, the drinking slurp 5000 can process just about any liquid material you give it, including blood, and turn it into pure drinking water. Oh, well, maybe there's a use for Hank after all. God. Hey, it's at least five liters. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How much will? Uh, oh dear, we have to do conversion to your local currency. How many? Um, what are they called? Quay Quaylobs? Quay Quintablues? Quintablues? Oh, I apologize. Quintablues. How many Quintablues? One million Quintablues for the drinking gold five thousand. Okay, that's about a hundred thousand in our native currency. I think. Okay. Yes, that's acceptable. I can I can run to that. All right. They push some buttons on their little pad, and uh, you see two like surly kind of like they don't love their job, a <laughs> little flying people bringing this big giant box down to you. Uh, perfect. What else is on the shopping list, Captain? I'm assuming it's just sundry items. Yeah. So I guess we go and do some sundry item shopping. Yeah, just gather them. Okay. Yeah, we can do all the... Granola bars. They actually don't have any solid food here. It's all some variation of sugar water. We've got to get out of this hummingbird hell. This is... Meanwhile, everybody on the crew is getting a text from Liliana saying, so what size do you wear? Uh, <laughs> Captain, Liliana's... Uh... Oh, Captain, could you... I'm going to get this water reclamation thing. I've got the chip. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave you to deal with Liliana, who seems to be uh, shopping. Well, retail therapy is still a version of therapy. I'll go and wrangle her <laughs> and <laughs> meet you back at the ship. So I pay for the water reclamation system. And Hank will shoot his sizes over. <laughs> Including all the sundry goods, go ahead and subtract uh, 110,000 wopsies. Okay. Does Hank find the store? Yeah. Hank, at your natural pantry, basically, <laughs> you find a wide variety of foods from off-world, including actual genuine coffee. I'll take it all. Because it's all imported from off-world, it's pretty pricey. Take all I can afford. 
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, a, a whole freaking bunch of the coffee still compared to the money you guys are making is not that bad, really. I'll go ahead and say 100 lopsies. Is that all? Oh, I've, I have that in my account. I'll, I'll thumbprint it over. Yeah, you probably don't You don't need to contact Rico and tell her how it like, ask permission from the accountant to spend 100 lopsies. <laughs> no, I think Hank should pay for that out of his own pocket because <laughs> he paid all the other coffee. <laughs> how much coffee does 100 lopsies get me, Todd? Like a bag, a box? No, 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 a lot. A lot more than that. A pallet? Yeah, I would say a, a pallet of, you know, the biggest tub that you can get like Folgers coffee in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be a, like a, a vacuum, a plastic wrapped uh, 12 pack of those. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now I'll just carry it on my shoulder like an 80s boombox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then for the clothes shopping... There is a whole bunch. I mean, there's pretty much anything anything you could you could want here. It's a big old store. Yeah, so Liliana is just basically, you know, I think it was Kelly said earlier, it's just retail therapy. Yeah. She's just shopping. She's just buying funny, like cute clothes for herself. She's buying clothes for, you know, Captain Rory. She thinks Hank needs to update his image a little, so she's buying him a bunch of clothes he's never gonna want to wear. She's trying to find things that she can alter for Kyan. One interesting thing is that anything like a, a shirt, a coat, a jacket, anything that would go on your torso has uh, two holes in the back for their wings to, to stick out of. Oh, that makes sense. You could probably just sew them up, but it's something to be aware of. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, she's very proficient in sewing, so that's not that's not a problem. All right. So I'm imagining that she's loading up on just about as many clothes as she can possibly carry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Rory's right. fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> I I am totally, and I'm not just getting stuff for me. I'm getting stuff for everybody. <laughs> All right. It's worth it in the hopes it will distract her from the getting wings thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at the end of the day, would you say... You're buying really fancy, expensive stuff, medium, cheap stuff. Yeah, medium. Medium yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let, let's go ahead and say about 250 lopsies for that haul. Okay. I'm trying to find where I wrote down how much money I have. It can come out of ours. Didn't everybody get 20,000 on the space station? I never actually added that in. Yeah. No, I th- I think Liliana's, I, I got this. This is, this is my present to everybody. Okay. I'm going to outfit you all. So I'm subtracting that from. Nice. Okay. Oh, I had 100,000 lopsies. So, okay. Damn. You had more than any of us. She's a famous pop star. Obviously. <laughs> Where did I get that from? I don't know. You sold CDs. I don't know. It was the total crew handouts were 100,000, but they were 20,000 each from the station. Oh, maybe I just wrote that down wrong then. Okay. I'm going to fix that because that can't be right. Okay. I just changed that. Okay. Okay. And then. Todd, how much did you say the clothes were again? 200. Yes, that sounds right. <laughs> okay. Got it. Okay. Accounting done. Liliana is not the best accountant. So then after after all, all that shopping, and you can go ahead and have the water uh, reclamation system just, you know, delivered to the ship and stuff like that. What do you guys want to do next? Dinner and karaoke. Sweet. We got to hook up with Kyan. Uh, yes. Maybe we should see what's going on with... Uh... With Kyan, Captain. Do you want me to message him? Sure. So I send Kyan a little text that's like, 
averted coffee disaster. You might want to check and see if Hank's okay. Sort of ellipsis question mark. Uh, how's things at your end? So, Doctor, I think as you're getting this text, you've probably arrived at the hospital. Uh-huh. And you guys did go in uh, a back way. And uh, as you guys unloaded the machine, they have state-of-the-art medical technology here, medical machines and everything, and, and competent-seeming doctors. So once you defrosted the patient and they got him on a gurney, you're pretty... At this point, they're not wheeling him away because it's a hover gurney, but they're pushing the gurney into a surgery ward. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty confident that he's going to be okay from here. Excellent. Um, I definitely thank everybody involved in uh, helping the patient and exchange, like contact information with the doctor that I talked to about the, or the, even the, the EMT tech, whoever I talked to about the whole process of comas and stuff just for, you know, possible future research purposes. Sure. And uh, he's going to head back and then he's going to go coffee issue, question mark, question mark, question mark. What's wrong with Hank? Question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> and she's going to text back. He ate all the coffee. And just with with nothing else, that's all she texts. Um, that little angry face emoji with the censored out swear word. That that's what he said. <laughs> uh, she's gonna text and say it's okay. He bought more coffee. We thought we were going to have to live on caffeinated sugar water, but it but it's okay. They have a special shop for off welders. However, he did eat all of the coffee. He seems a bit jittery. And he texts, "How do you eat?" In capital letters, coffee, <laughs> question mark, exclamation point. She just gets like the shrug emoji. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This is followed up immediately by another text that says, by the way, we're going for dinner and karaoke at the Wiggly Log. Log. <laughs> Meet us there once you've, once you've taken the cryopod back to the thing. <laughs> he gives four thumbs up emojis and then <laughs> proceeds to uh, take the cryopod back to the ship. Next time on Cautious Optimism. Look, look, I found the, I found the ferret. I, it's a chip stew. It's extinct. I'm still of the mind to eventually take down the guild. I don't even understand, you know, which one is the lesser of two evils at this point between the guild and the light shipping company. Is Galaginar just where the guild sends people when they don't want to deal with them anymore? You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.